guys, welcome back to my podcast. It is almost 2020, 2020, and I know it's been a while since I published an episode. I apologize for that, but I wanted to be able to do this festive, Christmassy, New Year's episode and just kind of combine the two since these are two big holidays that came right after the other or that are coming right after the other. Um you know, one week apart here around the world. So last week we celebrated Christmas and I absolutely love Christmas. It's a time where growing up, my family was always close. We always spent Christmas together. We always had our family traditions, right? So on Christmas day, we always woke up, went downstairs, We would read the Christmas story from the Bible, and then we would open presents one at a time so that everyone could see what each person got. And it wasn't chaotic, like everyone opens everything at once. Everyone would take turns, usually starting from the youngest to the oldest. So my sister, me, my brother, my mom, and then my dad. And it was always such a fun tradition. After that, We would always have menudo, Mexican menudo for breakfast, and we called it the breakfast of the champions because it's super delicious, and I did not have it this year, and I'm sad. I didn't get to have any. Perhaps I will try to make it on my own (laughs) pretty soon here. I'll try it. Um, So that's what we did every year for Christmas um, when I was growing up. So it was really, 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 really fun. There are so many different traditions that a lot of people do here in America, and maybe some of these are traditions that you do or that your family has done, or maybe something that you want to start doing on your own and implementing in your family. So I'm going to make a, a give you a list of different things that, um, that are traditions here in the U.S. Okay, number one, make homemade hot chocolate. Now, for my family, my mom is not a a cook or, <laughs> or someone who makes things from scratch. So we never had homemade hot chocolate. However, if you go to the store buying the packets of hot chocolate, that, that works. Just mix it with some hot water or hot milk and put some whipped cream on top and you're good as gold. It's perfect. All right, number two would be watching a tree lighting. And a lot of times um, we would watch this on TV or we would go to the the largest outdoors mall um, in LA because they had a giant Christmas tree and they would have Christmas music, they would have live music, and then we would count down and the Christmas tree would light. And it was usually the weekend not the weekend after Thanksgiving, maybe a couple of weekends after Thanksgiving, two weeks after or something like that. One day I would love to go to New York City um, to be live present at the Rockefeller Center tree lighting. It's supposed to be one of the biggest ones in the U.S. and I think that would be awesome. Number three, participate in an annual toy drive. That is something good that everyone can participate in because a lot of kids out there don't have parents who either can afford to give them presents for Christmas or maybe they don't have parents. So thinking of people who 
who are in need is a great way to spread Christmas cheer. Number four is go ice skating outdoors. This would be really fun. Be careful, it's cold out there and the ice skates are super sharp. I remember one time my cousin actually sliced her finger open with the ice skate. Um, so that would be something fun to do. Just be careful. Number five, attend a local Christmas market or craft fair. This is something my family and I never did. We're not the crafty kind of people. Um, <laughs> our family was more into sports and academics, so crafts were not up our, up our aisle. Number six, look at Christmas lights. We did do this one every year and it was really fun because there were a couple of houses in LA that you knew that did it every year where they synced their Christmas lights, decorated all over their house and their yard and even their driveway to Christmas music on a radio station. So that was really cool and always fun to see, even as an adult. Seven, have a secret Santa gift exchange. Now this is a good idea if you have a larger family and you can't afford to get a gift for everyone because let's face it, Christmas presents get expensive, especially if you want to get them something nice, right? And so um, doing a secret Santa gift exchange, put everyone's everyone in your family's name inside a hat on a piece of paper rolled up and everyone picks out one, one name. They don't tell anyone who they got, but they get to shop for that one person and everyone gets a present. No one gets left out and you don't break the bank. <laughs> you, you don't spend too much money because you're only buying gift, a gift for one person. So that's a secret Santa exchange. Number eight is buy an elf on the shelf. My family, we never did this, um, but these are, I know a lot of friends who do this and a lot of other family members who have done this. Um, the Elf on the Shelf is a, it's more of a recent addition to many households across the U.S. The Elf keeps track of your children's behavior, reports and reports back to Santa if they're being naughty or nice, all the while being caught in a new room or in one of the funny Elf on the Shelf ideas for different poses every day. And so I have seen some of these um, when I Googled it or some friends have taken pictures of this where um, their elf on the shelf maybe made a mess with a flower, baking flower all over the table and left footprints, um, you know, did different things, eating, eating cookies and, you know, leaving crumbs everywhere, different things like that, that were pretty mischievous or naughty. Number nine is pick out a Christmas tree. Um, this is a fun one to do. And usually my mom, I think, picked out the Christmas trees. She loved picking out Christmas trees and she usually picked out good ones that didn't die right away. <laughs> she also took care of them and kept our dogs from drinking all of the water. <laughs> so um, picking out a Christmas tree and decorating it Number 10 is making a gingerbread house. Um, that's a fun thing to do if you don't have a sweet tooth because then you'll be tempted to eat the candies and the sweets as you are making a gingerbread house. 
Number 11 is Countdown with an Advent Calendar. An Advent Calendar um, was produced early in the 1900s and um, a lot of people do this. You can do this many different ways. I've seen them at the store where you open a door, a different door every day and there's either chocolate or a sticker or something fun behind it that kids like to do um, or just something to count down until Christmas. So it's pretty fun. 12. One of my favorites, listening to Christmas music. And I randomly put Christmas music on even in the summer just because I love Christmas music and the classic stuff such as Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and Dean Martin. These guys created probably the best Christmas music that's definitely up they're all classics and I love them definitely love them know all the words to them and will continue to play their Christmas music forever <laughs> 13 is plan a cookie exchange some of my friends did this um, this Christmas I unfortunately was not even in town to participate so um, it's just baking a fresh batch of Christmas cookies and then um, giving it to a friend kind of like the secret Santa um, you can do it like that so that everyone gets a, a dozen cookies or so 14 is get your craft on definitely not me I'm not a crafty person I can draw but I am NOT a crafty person I don't create ornaments or cards or wreaths <laughs> or anything crafty sorry 15 is probably my parents' favorite is watch uh, Christmas music, uh, movies. I'm sorry, watch Christmas movies, old Christmas movies. And my mom called me and asked me actually if I watched Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, and I didn't. I don't have a TV, guys. I didn't watch any Christmas movies. And, um, that's kind of a bummer. I didn't see any this year. 16. Use cash only. This is something important because um, so many times we're tempted to use a credit card or, or you know, borrow money, take out a loan or something. And it's not a good way to start the new year because New Year's is the week after that. You don't want to start New Year's with zero money. So make sure you use cash only or you stick to a budget. Do not overspend, guys, okay? Christmas is not all about giving gifts to everyone. It's about spending time together as a family, celebrating the special holiday. Um, special holiday, especially for Christians. Like, I, I'm a Christian, and um, it's such a special holiday for us to commemorate to Jesus Christ and... Um, yeah, so don't overspend. Don't go into debt over Christmas presents, okay? 17. Bake from scratch. Um, making cookies from all these different ingredients and not from a box. I used to do this when I was a kid with, um, I, we called her Grandma Chapel. She was not technically my grandma. However, um, we used to do this every year at her house because she didn't have any grandkids yet. 18, 
mail holiday cards mail holiday cards i am really bad at that my mom my aunt rita excellent at christmas cards excellent they always send out christmas cards and they get to the people on time or before christmas <laughs> i'm i'm not like that <laughs> remember that kind of goes with the crafty thing that's not me all right 19 decorate with what you have so decorate your house full of christmas things 20 spend time together one of the most important things i think about christmas is spending time together because even if you don't have money you have someone that you can spend that time with and whether it's family or friends it's so important to keep those relationships um at the front you know 21 is make gifts uh, make gifts so you don't have to be crafty I guess but you can always make something um, simple and sweet and give that out as a gift one here I think I made um, like the easiest form of peppermint bark and it's made out of chocolate I made a chocolate one like a, a a milk chocolate one and also a white chocolate and then sprinkled crushed peppermint candy cane all over the top it was actually really good but I only did that once or twice and that was it 22 is dress up wear your best don't don't go to your grandparents house in holy clothes or wrinkly clothes make sure you dress nice because I'm sure that grandparents parents want to take pictures 23 is write thank you notes. Make sure you tell whoever got you a gift thank you because they thought about you. They spent time in selecting something for you and to make your Christmas special. 24, share memories. Share memories um, about how you grew up with other people, like what you liked most about Christmas. Maybe something you didn't like, but share those memories. And 25, give back to others. So don't think that Christmas is all about you because it's not. Make sure that you think about other people who um, maybe don't have family, military people who are away from their family. Um, invite someone to your house to spend Christmas dinner with them and uh, just make it special for someone else. All right, so those are some things about Christmas. And then I have a list of things about New Year's. All right, guys, so New Year's. Welcome to 2020, or if you want to be more formal, 2020. And this is the time to start over to start over it's the very beginning it's the first day of the new year and it's great to be able to um you know come up with some new goals come up with some new dreams and things that you want to achieve this year
So whether you're ringing in the New Year's Eve from some exciting foreign country or at home with family and friends, you probably have a New Year's tradition or two. Common traditions throughout the U.S. include singing Old Sang old lang sin to greet the new year and eating black-eyed peas for luck i don't do either <laughs> um so growing up as a kid we would stay up until midnight and we would play family board games we would have of course the new york's times square um, with the ball dropping on the tv so we would be able to kind of keep an eye on that and watch the ball drop and count down 10, 9, 8, 7, all the way down until we said Happy New Year. And that was a family tradition. We always had a lot of food and we just had a lot of fun. Um, when I was mm, maybe late elementary and early teens, we would have a lot of other people over and we would celebrate the same way we would have the New York Times Square with a ball dropping on TV we would play a lot of games we would have music and um, play music and sing and just spend that quality time together as family and it was always so much fun all right I have some cool um, traditions for New Year's that I found online and some of them I know to be true because I have family and friends in those countries. Um, so let's go look around the world and see what traditions are around the world for New Year's. So Spain, starting with Spain, it's customary to eat 12 grapes, one at each stroke of the clock at midnight on New Year's Eve. And I know this to be completely true because my godparents live in Spain and um, last year when they were with us, this is what we did. Each grape represents good luck for one month of the coming year. In bigger cities like Madrid and Barcelona, people gather in main squares to eat their grapes together and pass around bottles of cava. Colombia. In hopes of a travel-filled new year, residents of Colombia carry empty suitcases around the block. That's one year's tradition we can get behind. Because I definitely want to travel. <laughs> so maybe I'll empty out my suitcase. The only problem I have is waking up before midnight because <laughs> I need sleep, guys. I have to teach my Chinese kids, students. I have to get up at 1 a.m. So I need some sleep. I've been up since 1 a.m. today. I'm exhausted. <laughs> All right, so Denmark Residents of Denmark greet the new year by throwing old plates and glasses against the doors of family and friends to banish bad spirits. Ooh, so make sure you're out of the way. They also stand on chairs and jump off of them together at midnight to leap into January in hopes of good luck. Finland. In Finland, people predict the coming year by casting molten tin to a container of water, then interpreting the shape the metal takes after hardening. A heart or ring means a wedding, while a ship predicts travel and a pig declares there will be plenty of food. Panama. To drive off evil spirits for a fresh New Year's start, it is tradition to burn um, effigies, muñecos, of well-known people such as television characters and political figures in Panama. 
It's to represent the old year. Scotland. During Scotland's New Year's Eve celebration of Hogmanay, first footing is practiced across the country. The first person who crosses a threshold of a home in the new year should carry a gift for luck. Scots also hold bonfire ceremonies where people parade while swinging giant fireballs on poles, supposedly symbols of the sun, to purify the coming year. Philippines. You'll find round shapes all over the Philippines on New Year's Eve as representatives of coins to symbolize prosperity in the coming year. Many families display piles of fruit on their dining tables and some eat exactly 12 round fruits, grapes being the most common at midnight, a lot like Spain. Many also wear polka dots for luck. Hmm, I don't think I own any polka dots. <laughs> I really don't. Okay, Brazil. In Brazil, as well as other Central and South American countries like Ecuador, Bolivia, Venezuela, it is thought to be lucky to wear special underwear on Christmas Eve. The most popular colors are red, and they're thought to bring love in the new year, and yellow is thought to bring money. Also, wear white. <laughs> and Greece, an onion is traditionally hung on the front door of homes on New Year's, even, even in Greece as a symbol of rebirth in the new year. On New Year's Day, parents wake their children by tapping them on the head with the onion. That is very interesting. All right, guys, I hope you had fun with that. I actually really enjoy learning about different countries and cultures and their tradition of of celebrating the new year. I was actually very blessed to be teaching some students as it struck midnight in their country, and I was able to be the first one to say Happy New Year, and it was so much fun. I hope you guys have a safe one, and I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Have a great day, and Happy New Year 2020. If you find these podcast episodes to be of any help to you, please share with your friends and family who are trying to learn English. You can also reach me and follow me at Learning English with Sarah on Instagram. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for following me.